Hello there, this is Flavinho from Sao Paulo. You're listening to the English Sabbath School podcast, Information and Transformation. Hello, hello, dear friends. I'm Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School podcast. Good morning, rise and shine. Today is lesson six for Sunday. I said Sunday, rise and shine, April 30th. Yes, Car- yes Carmen, you can say the 30th of April, no problem. Today's title, The Cleansing of the Sanctuary. Yes, attention to the pronunciation, those of you learning English as a second or foreign language, even though we say to clean, the verb is to clean, but the noun is cleansing. There is a difference, there is a change in the vowel sound. Clean, cleansing, cleansing of the sanctuary. Uh, The cleansing of the sanctuary. And so what does it mean? What, What does it mean? Why is it dirty? Why does it need to be cleaned? Why does it need to be cleansed? Let us study. But first, let us pray. Oh, Father, thank you for wiping away our sins. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you for expiating, for purifying us and giving us your blessing and love. Guide us as we study your word today. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. As we have already seen, there must be a judgment before Christ comes. The angel announces in a loud voice that the hour of his judgment has come. The book of Daniel gives us the time when this judgment begins. So let us read Daniel 8, 14. Open our Bibles. Come on, come on, move it, move it. Daniel 8, 14 said, He said to me, It will take 2,300 evenings and mornings. Then the sanctuary will be reconsecrated. That's from the NIV. The New King James Version, that is the one version that the uh, editors uh, of the lesson prefer, says, New King James Version, Daniel 8, 14. And he said to me, for 2,300 days, then the sanctuary shall be cleansed. So the NIV says, reconsecrated. And what does it mean? Or cleansed. What does it mean? Okay. So here we have, what specific timetable does Daniel give us regarding the cleansing of the sanctuary? Uh, so 2,300 days. Okay. That's it. The text says 2,300 days or uh, evenings and mornings. According to the Bible, an evening and one morning is a day. So uh, 2,300 days. What does it mean? Remember, we are studying the Bible with fresh eyes, not just um, regurgitating what we have learned through our history studying the Bible, <laughs> through our history. It makes me sound ancient, but uh, you understand what I mean. But trying to see with uh, clearer eyes, with new eyes, the interpretation as a person who has never read Daniel or Revelation is reading. I'm trying to read it and understand the text and God will guide me through his spirit. The lesson says, each Jew clearly understood the meaning of the cleansing of the earthly sanctuary. It occurred on the day of atonement, which was the day of judgment. Although Daniel understood the concept of the cleansing of the sanctuary and the judgment, He was confused about the 2,300 days. Yes, opening a parenthesis here, because the Day of Atonement, 
uh, or the day of judgment well, that is today still the Jews uh, celebrated as Yom Kippur uh, is is a day of reflection of asking for forgiveness repentance uh, a day of self uh, cleansing right but and it's a day of uh, serious meditation about uh, God's forgiveness, God's power to judge, etc. Um, but it confused Daniel because it happened every year, every 360 days, there was a cleansing of the sanctuary of the temple. But here Daniel got confused because why 2,300 days? Why is it going to take so long? What does it mean? So let us see here on Daniel 8:27 and Daniel 9. So let us open our Bibles. I'm going back to the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation there prefer. Daniel 8:27. I, Daniel, was worn out. I lay exhausted for several days. Then I got up and went about the king's business. I was appalled by the vision. It was beyond understanding. Opening a parenthesis here, it's interesting because Daniel got so exhausted by the vision, by the, the, the things that he saw, that he was worn out, as he said. But uh, after a while, he got up and went out working. So Because some people now, nowadays, they say, oh, I'm too tired for this. I'm too tired for church. I'm too tired for this, for that. No, you have to <laughs> overcome your tiredness and go for work. <laughs> Work, it's good, it's healthy. <laughs> Daniel 9, 21, 22. While I was still in prayer, Gabriel, the man I had seen in the earlier vision, came to me in swift flight about the time of the evening sacrifice. He instructed me and said to me, Daniel, I have now come to give you insight and understanding. And probably Daniel said, finally. <laughs> Question. What was Daniel's response to the vision of 2,300 days? And what was God's response to him? Good. Write it down. Get a piece of paper, pencil, pen. Write it down, okay? The lesson commences. At the end of Daniel 8, Daniel fainted and later exclaimed, I was astonished by the vision, but no one understood it. Daniel 8, 27. That is, the vision of the 2,300 days The rest of the vision already had been explained, uh, Daniel 8, 19-22. The next chapter, Daniel 9, records the angel Gabriel coming to explain to Daniel the 2,300-day prophecy. O oh, Daniel, I have now come forth to give you skill to understand. Gabriel amazes Daniel as he reveals an answer to his prayer much broader than he ever imagined. The angel Gabriel took Daniel down the stream of time and revealed the truth about the coming Messiah, giving the exact dates of the beginning of his ministry and his cruel death, events that tied directly to the cleansing of the sanctuary in Daniel 8. In other words, Christ's death and the judgment are inseparably linked. Question. Why is it significant that the death of Jesus, as revealed in Daniel 9, 24-27, is directly linked to the judgment in Daniel 8:14? What great truth is taught here by this link? So, is there a link? Let us take a look. Let us take a look. Uh, let us take a look at this link. So, uh, Daniel 9, 24-27. 
Seventy sevens are decreed for your people and your holy city to finish transgression, to put an end to sin, to atone for weakness, to bring for in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy place. Know and understand this. From the time the word goes out to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until the anointed one, the ruler, comes, there will be seven sevens and sixty-two sevens. It will be rebuilt with streets and a trench, but in times of trouble. After the sixty-two sevens, the anointed one will put to death and will have nothing. The people of the ruler who will come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end will come like a flood. War will continue until the end and desolations have been decreed. He will confirm a covenant with many for one seven. In the middle of the seven, he will put an end to sacrifice and offering. And at the temple, he will set up an abomination that causes desolation until the end that is decreed is poured out on him. So just uh, what do you think seven means? Seventy sevens, one seven. Very good, Cecilia. It means a week, seven days, right? One seven. Uh, seventy sevens is seventy weeks. One seven is one week. But again, what are these weeks, these days? What are they representing, right? And Daniel, so it's about interpreting what it represents there, about the anointed one coming at the end of the 70 weeks. And then we have there Daniel 8:14 saying, He said to me, it will take 2,300 evenings and mornings, then the sanctuary will be reconsecrated. So those 70 weeks, that would be 490 days, uh, are in inserted in those 2,300 days. Now, what do those days represent, right? We're going to find out. So what great truth is taught here between the link of the coming of the Messiah, his death, and the judgment, the cleansing of the sanctuary. We're going to continue to study. Yeah? I think there are more questions than answers here so far, but tomorrow is coming. Cry not. Let us pray, Heavenly Father. Oh, sometimes we find these numbers a little bit confusing to us, especially those of us who are not so uh, into numbers and calculations, but help us to understand. Um, overall, it is all about your wisdom and your knowledge about the right time to bring salvation to us. Help us to trust in you anytime, anywhere. In Jesus' name, we thank you and praise you. Amen. Well, my friends, this is Lesson 6 for Sunday, April 30th. For more information, please contact us on Facebook or Instagram, Believes in Asp. Tell the friends about our podcast. It's available on any podcast platform. Pretty please rate us with five stars so that more people may discover us and join our groups and community on WhatsApp and Telegram. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us.